1: Welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Hafiz. And with me as always is Devin, and we are about to break down AEW Dynamite from this past week. Uh, they continued the TNT Championship Tournament with a couple of matches that was really looking forward to. Cody Rhodes versus Darby Allen, and then the murder hawk himself, Lance Archer versus. Dustin Rhodes, um, two matchups that had a lot of potential for sure, even with, you know, how I feel about Dustin being in some of these prime spots. I feel like his, (laughs) you know, him with Archer, you know, is is something that I was really anticipating. So, um, yeah, those were
0: good to hear, man. So what, what was your first thoughts about it?
1: Um, so I think that that matchup, you know, just, uh, as a little bit of a preview into what we're going to talk about, that matchup really worked for me. Um, I think that, uh, just the, the emotional investment in the matchup and the, you know, of course, Dustin bleeding, you know, blading himself and, and giving us a little bit of blood to add to the yeah. drama, um, having, um, QT Marshall and Cody come out at a certain point in that matchup, it was what I expected. And it's funny because. It was very predictable that this would happen this way, but I feel like it still worked really well, even though I saw it coming because seeing it really still had that impact. Um, my only downside with that matchup, and it's it's a slight nitpick, but um, I felt like Dustin really you know took it to Lance Archer and had him down maybe a, a little bit more than I thought he would have um, and maybe more than he should have. Because it's Lance Archer, and you, you know, I don't want him to look too vulnerable going into the matchup, yeah. um, potentially with Cody or with Darby, and we we're both predicting Cody at that time too. Was, yeah. But, um, you know, I just wanted Lance Archer to to have that mystique of being this monster going all the way through. And I don't think that it was hurt too much by this at all. You know, even though he was kind of oh, not at was all a, for me. There was a well, there was a near fall and all that. You know, in the matchup.
0: Yeah, that one near fall, I think.
1: Yeah. Um, but overall, by the end of the match, I still was looking at Lance Archer like, oh my God, this guy is scary as all hell. Um, I mean, we might as well just, even though that was the main event, we might as well just jump into the details of that. Let's just
0: dive up. in, man. Let's yeah. Do
1: it. So what the hell was that? That rope walk into a moonsault
0: bro, move. So it, since you want to pull tr- tricks out the hat, like what the hell, bro? I'm like, well, okay, well, is he crossing He's about to do like some type of. Undertaker just yes. walk across the ring, but no, he he stopped mid, in in mid rope, and did a moonsault, a beautiful moonsault at that point, like it with was, ease.
1: It was so impressive, and it was scary <laughs> at the same time. And he he actually he walked really far on that on that rope. I thought he was going to the other turnbuckle. Me His balance was so good. I'm it like, he's
0: just gonna walk around the. rope. He did not the, struggle at all. Like he, yeah. he done this before.
1: He has. He <laughs> definitely has. This is something he has done before for sure. And yeah, that moonsault that he pulled, I was like, wow, this is this is over. Like, like Dustin has no chance at this point. Like, yeah,
0: it? I saw that. I'm like, oh yeah. This yeah. is just put a period in that. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, man, that that moment right there
1: really got me. Um Yeah, just like I said, Lance Archer, just the the presence that he is i love his entrance every time he comes out somebody's getting it you're on the production crew just get the hell out of this guy's way are you guys gonna learn that you do they don't want
0: to learn i guess man don't get in that man's way like as soon as he step out he is on 10 yeah (laughs) immediately you're in his way you're getting a fist in the mouth
1: or a clothesline or a boot or something just get out the way right man get out the way this dude
0: has a strong, mean, strut walk. He is coming through, not yes. stepping aside for you. Yeah, He's not saying, excuse me, sir. He's just, <laughs> just get out the way. Move. Just get out. <laughs> get so, out the yeah. way. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. That man, that man is something else. He is something else. And it, it was just so fun to watch, you know, from the entrance to the final bell. He's just, he's entertaining, man. He's great. He's he's really got something you know, for Dustin, like I said, the emotional impact there. You know, of just seeing this guy who's what in his fifties now. You know, to continue
0: to compete and on a, on a pretty high level, man. Like he's mm-hmm. still able to 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 I, go I, right. I, I, we never said that. We never shit on his wrestling skills. Like we always said, like dude is you know putting in great, amazing work. We just thought you know in this heyday now, maybe we he should step aside and let this new talent breathe. But yeah, I, for I, go ahead. But for this match, I think he still did great work. Uh, he made Lance Archer look like a great monster heel. I think right before Lance Archer pinned him, he was like violently banging his head on on the ring before he did that pin. I was like, oh, my God, he is really trying to kill him, man. He's saying everybody dies. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, man. So that's off to, to Dustin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hats off to him for sure. I mean, for me, you know, the whole thing is that I'm OK with Dustin winning or sorry, I'm OK with Dustin competing. You know, I feel like the the who he's beating is more the problem I have, because, you know, when you have him beat or, you know, like, say, Kip, Kip Sabian, for instance, or uh, Sammy Guevara. You know, guys who are, you know, young and up and coming, it's it's like, okay, who who is getting helped here? Because Dustin, it doesn't help Dustin, because Dustin is Dustin, like he's already, he's set, you know, and, and Sammy Guevara and Kip Sabian losing to him, it's like, you know, you couldn't beat this guy who's, you know, just been, he's, he's older now, you know, like he's a step slower, and you're supposed to be these young, fast, hungry lions, like, it just, kind of takes a little bit away from you, you know, if you if you are suffering those defeats. And you know, even with Jake Hager, even though Jake Hager won that matchup, it kind of took a little bit away from Jake Hager the fact that he, you know, t- it took him so much to beat right. Dustin. Like he took Jake Hager to the limit. Right. So that it just, it feels a little bit weird to see Dustin in those situations. It would be great to see Dustin just putting people over. You know, he can have those great matches, but really, in in the end, putting over those guys. And so to see, him, see Sammy Guevara beat him, to see Kip Sabian beat him, you know, I think, you know, it, it helps those young guys. And it does nothing to hurt Dustin, especially if he's keeping up with them, but then he loses. It's like, okay, like... Kudos to Dustin for being able to pull out a destroyer in the middle of the matchup, even though he lost. Like, you know, (laughs) that would be awesome, and he's entertaining. Uh, So, I think that's fine. But yeah, like I said, here in this matchup, I think he did exactly what we're looking for him to do. He made Lance Archer look like a beast. Yes, he he had a couple of near falls on Lance Archer. Yes, you know it was there was some damage done to Lance Archer with this one in terms of just like he got some offense in on Lance Archer, but I he think again, I, I think
0: I expected that because I, I see how AEW booked Dustin, so I just expected him that he was going to get a lot of offense, maybe a near fall in there. So I, I think that's why I I, I just wasn't like uh, shocked to the fact that oh man he almost he almost got a, a close pin on Lance Archer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it, yeah. And it, it, didn't, you know, it didn't hurt him. It didn't hurt him. Mm-mm. You know, in the moment I was kind of like, okay, I don't know how I feel, but at the end of it, watching it and seeing the outcome, seeing, you know, the, 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 the monster that he still looks at the end of that matchup. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm cool with this. I think this was a great, a well done, well booked, well put together matchup for, for that main event. I really like that one. Um, now, the opening match. How do you feel about Cody and, and Darby?
0: Uh, man, this is that was a great storytelling of a match. I, I believe they still continue this rivalry that uh, Darby Allen is like this hump he has to get over to get to that next level, like that main event status. So I, I love this story. This story for Darby Allen side as well. Uh, the the match was great, man. The back to back coffin drops from one from Cody one from darby yeah. was a great way to, to to wrap up the match so it was an exciting match I love the I love the uh the booking of this match too man
1: yeah there was um some interesting moments um i think uh cody had sidestepped darby and darby ran oh, right yeah. into yep. brandy right that, um, right and jericho was, was great during that whole segment <laughs> you know like, like see i told you he's a, he's a terrible human being he knew she was there you know like yep. <laughs> when they did the replay he's like look look yep.
0: look tony <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was great, man. I just I loved I loved that um, you know, from Jericho. Um, Darby was really a little bit uh, extra aggressive towards wow. Cody um, so you could feel the desperation from Darby like he really wants to to win this matchup. Um, like you said, the back-to-back coffin drops, that was a great spot. Darby, uh, did the crossroads even on, on, uh, Cody, uh, didn't work to get the three obviously, but you know, he pulled Cody's move and that's what, what led to Cody, um, wanting to do the, the coffin drop back to Darby. Um, so the matchup overall, I felt like it was a well-told, well-booked matchup up until the very end. I actually hated the ending of the match. Really? It, it, it left me feeling like Darby kind of came out looking like his ring IQ was low with the way that they booked the, the final pin. Um, I don't understand. OK, so Darby hits the coffin drop and then Cody rolls over and pins Darby and Darby doesn't realize his shoulders are on the
0: mat. I think like, the execution was sloppy, but I saw what they was going for. That's I think that was the reason I was willing to overlook that. I just feel like it's
1: better to just have Cody just beat him and Darby was like, you know, let's say Darby is just resilient and just he keeps taking the, the, the crossroads. Like he takes those two crossroads, kicks out. And then he's looking at Cody and he's just like, F you, you know, come on, finish me. And then, you know, Cody hits him with another one and finishes him, something like that. I don't feel like Darby loses anything by actually taking a legitimate, you know, pin or, or finish. But here it made it look like Darby made a mistake. And it seemed like a dumb mistake to me To for Darby's both of his shoulders are on the ground after he just hit a coffin drop. And then you got Cody who's supposed to be done and out, but then he has the wherewithal to flip Darby over again. I feel like to your point, I see maybe what they were going for in a way, because you kind of protect Darby a little bit by having Cody just survive this matchup. But I don't think that was necessary. And I think the execution just made it worse. So for me, I was just like, Oh man, why'd they do it this way? Why'd they finish this match this way? Just have them beat the hell out of each other have Cody have to d- dig down deep and really put put a finishing touch on Darby that's you know a little bit extra yeah, like like uh, that something final off nail of, in the coffin yeah yeah like you know just um You know, something off the top rope that he hadn't had to do before or a a third, you know, because he's already done two crossroads to Sean Spears. So maybe it's another one. You know, maybe it's something else that he has to pull out of his bag of tricks. Maybe he has to submit him.
0: Slightly unconscious. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying just because also
1: too like him having to go to that other place would kind of help set up the matchup with Lance Archer because now you know Cody's willing to do to go to another place in order to put someone uh, someone away and Lance Archer yeah he's gonna have to find something extra in order to even have a chance in this matchup because Lance Archer he's the murder hawk you know a guy with the name murderhawk you gotta figure is gonna take a lot to beat him. So, you know, for me, I felt like there was another way to do it. But in this way, it kind of took away from from both guys a little bit. It made Cody look like, man, he, he doesn't have a chance against against Lance Archer. And for Darby, it's like, gosh, the, the ring IQ at the end, like, what? Like, you you don't know your shoulders are pinned? You know, I just, I don't know. I just didn't like it.
0: I, I can see that, man. It's like the way you break it down. But like, like I said, with me, You know, I I saw what they was going for. It was just poorly executed. So that's why I was willing to overlook it.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I mean, you know, my opinion is what it is. You
0: know, I just
1: I just was like and I'm a fan of both guys. And I just, you know, wanted to see a cleaner finish to that. It just kind of felt a little bit cheap to do it that way. Um, but they tried something, you know, it didn't work. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, they'll they'll have more matches and we'll get, you know, another another go at this one. And it'll be more epic than than their past matches before. And, and hopefully, you know, if they do have a rematch, I, I get, you know, more of what I'm looking for, which is just a a, a brawl that just, you know, is, is just aggressive and intense. And, and yeah, I, I just I love seeing, you know, characters like Darby just fight and fight and fight and go through hell and high water to try to get a victory. And, you know, I felt like they
0: could have done it in that way in this matchup to just have... It seemed like him. that's the way it was booked. Yeah. You know, just the way he was, you know, you, you saw how aggressive he was, you know, just the way he was using his body, the coffin drops he was using. Like, yeah, he was willing to, you know, go the limit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was. I just, I felt like they could have booked him smarter and booked Cody stronger leading up to the matchup with Lance Archer, you know, but it, it is what it is. It's it's at the end. It's fine. Um, I'm still excited about the matchup between Lance and Cody. I mean, Lance is going to win. This is going to happen. Um, he's going to be the TNT champion. I think. So, hold on. So, so
0: let's hit the pause button. So I actually thought about that for a second. Is Lance going to win? He's going to win. Are you sure about this? He's this win. Cause the way, cause remember how this, how you know AEW started with that promo from Cody Rhodes, and I'm and I'm getting beginning to think, you know, how the way he was saying, like, uh, you know, he can't go for that AEW championship anymore, right? You know, what's the next belt? It's the, TN, it's the TNT, yeah, but he can't beat Lance Archer in his first match against Lance Archer. I know, he, but... can't.
1: he can't, it would just it is, would is make is there
0: a way we're not seeing? that they can book this right, that we are willing to see how the way Lance lost. Mm. Cody
1: turns heel and, you know, has a, you know, just uh, uh, pulls some heel tactics to beat Lance Archer because I don't see straight up how Cody beats Lance Archer. I just, I I just don't, you know, I just don't see it. So, you know, for me, it's just a foregone conclusion that Lance Archer's going to (laughs) win. If they book Cody to like, Oh, he's, you know, gonna, I don't know, man. Like, it's, I guess it's believable, but it's just for Lance, it just seems like a bad decision. You know, you kind of,
0: yeah, I don't know. I just You're don't know. How it feels. Him so, so dominant, it should just end with him winning, right? It just should. It's, it's that simple. Like, it, we've it, seen it. It just feels like that's the story they're telling. Yeah. Yeah. But can they do the same ex- misstep that they did, like WWE did with Shayna Baszler? you know looking so dominant in the elimination chamber just to shit the bed you know when it came to the championship match Would this happen with AEW with Cody Rhodes I think that's a great comparison
1: because I think that's what I, it would it would feel like you know, if Lance Archer were to lose, it's like, well, what? Like, I, I would probably be as upset as I was about Shannon Baszler losing at WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, and maybe more so because he just yeah. feels <laughs> so dominant on another yeah. level. Like, he just pulled in under, like, it, you mentioned The Undertaker with this man's move. Like, he yes. did something that The Undertaker, Undertaker did. Old and, school. But then took it to a new school type of level with the Moonsault. Moon
0: with ease, not struggling with
1: ease. Yeah, you 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 don't mess that up. You just go ahead and have him beat Cody in a hard-fought 25 minute plus match. And yeah, Cody is going to, you know, try everything. He's going to pour his heart out, but in the end he should lose. should lose and then he can go ahead and and try to compete against him train you know have a rocky type story where he's you know busting his ass and in the mountains you know lifting logs and you know getting you know words of 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 inspiration from his wife and his brother and everybody and then come back at another you know show either dynamite or another pay-per-view and then have that rematch with lance archer but in the first match against against him Lance, it just, I don't know. There's something, I, I don't see it. I just don't, I don't see it for that that first one. You know, because, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I feel Lance Archer winning this matchup. And the story that they're telling screams Lance Archer. It feels like, you know, from the moment Jake the Snake showed up and said, I want your piece. I don't want the whole pie, just your piece. Yes. I feel like <laughs> that's, that. it was written then that Lance Archer was going to win this championship
0: then. Yeah. I just hope they're gonna stick with this story, but you know, when I see like that promo that Cody Rhodes is delivering, he's giving this uplifting promo, and like maybe there's a chance, there's a shot. I'm like, is it? And I'm thinking, is there's a way AEW can book this? And I'm not saying I'm willing to accept that Lance Archer is losing, but after just conversing with you, hell no. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel, man. It's a hell no. It's a hell, hell no. no in this situation. Hell with no. This dude <laughs> with with the murder hawk. no man. Oh, no everybody dies. This guy is gonna take out everybody, and then I he don't care. Be, like,
0: pull out another move I haven't seen before too on Cody. He might. He just yeah. busted. I'm like, oh my god, did you yep. just see that?
1: <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: <laughs> exactly. And all
1: it'll do too is it'll garner you know Cody even more sympathy. To where people are more, you know, like on his side, like, damn, another championship he didn't win. You know, like, I just feel like it's just continuing to build and build. And eventually he will be a champion. But, you know, in a way, Cody doesn't even need it, really. You know, because he's just so over yeah. as is right
0: like, now. look, You know, you helped build this AEW company with the Young Bucks. So we know what you, you know, what you contribute. So we look at that from that perspective as well. Exactly. Exactly, so yeah,
1: man. Um, so yeah, it's just uh, you know this is coming up. I think uh, Double or Nothing is when this matchup is going to happen. It's not going to be on on Dynamite. Um, yeah, so we have uh, a little pay per view. Yeah, yeah. So we have some time. You know, there there's still some some episodes of Dynamite to go. So there'll be more build up. We'll see how they book it from here because this will be really telling as well as to how this match is going to go. Because right now, as I'm as I'm talking to you, I feel like Hell no. uh, Cody has doesn't have a chance to be to be Lance Archer. (laughs) But depending on how they go booking the next couple of weeks, we'll see. You know, maybe they start sprinkling in some some little story bits here and there that make it more feasible to believe. Yeah, they might actually give it to Cody. But the story as is right now, I feel the answer is hell no for Cody's chances. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody dies. Everybody dies. Oh man, moving through the card, we had um the man formerly known as Potty Face, Wardlow, yes. have a matchup against Musa. Um
0: maybe he should he... have like a murder in his name, cause that's dude. That knee to the face
1: that was, that was that.
0: Yeah, yeah he was that... bleeding after that, and I'm upset. Yes. Oh my god. Chris was I like, mean, Did you see that? Dude, there is no way he's okay after that. I'm like, y- you think? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, man! Another airplane spin that you know. Yeah, if that's if if he's gonna fight dudes like this and pull off airplane airplane spins like that. Yeah, that could be a finisher. So yeah. you know, I I definitely bought it with Musa.
0: I, I did, man. Because Warlow, he was like, all right, somebody's about to sit him up on top of the rope, and when he did that knee to the face, that I was like, holy shit! I said that out loud. <laughs> I, I, I was just shocked by that, man. I'm like, that looks stiff. And then when they replay, I'm, I know they didn't replay it.
1: No, I they had didn't. The, no, Jericho I didn't. Jericho said, to, yeah, Jericho said, um, oh, it was too violent to even show a replay. Yeah, man.
0: I had to rewind it myself. I replayed it. I'm like, yeah, he caught all of that.
1: Yeah, he did. He <laughs> totally did. <laughs> Man, it was crazy. It was crazy. So, yeah, man, Wardlow's uh, picking up some momentum with MJF out. You know, he's kind of doing his own thing. And speaking of MJF, um, he had another video promo uh, from home talking about his yeah, It was great news. So apparently he has made a miraculous recovery from a life or death situation with his nail. And, you know, he's actually, well, what did he say? He over, he, <laughs> he over rehabbed his nail or something. He, they used the, he used the word like that basically like he had rehabbed so hard that he had over healed or over rehabbed or something. But so now he has the strongest nail, you know, that this doctor has ever seen. Something crazy and ridiculous like yeah. that um but then yeah he was preparing his return and then he he started you know tearing up a little bit he nicked himself shaving and so he has a new injury cervical collar oh my god <laughs> that's
0: the reason why i'm wearing a cervical collar i was like really dude you take man he takes everything to the 10 yeah he does yeah he does <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, man, it's he's something else. He really is something else. It's just <laughs> I don't know. Then, yeah, I mean, he, he's he's on his way back. I think next week they said he's going to be coming back, um, yeah. you know, to either have a match or just to make an appearance. So we will see him. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, he's just he's finding a way to be entertaining no matter what, whether he's in the ring or, you know, just recovering from
0: hangnails and, and knick <laughs> Yeah, knick hangnails. Yeah, man, I guess he could, still, like you said, still find a way to entertain us. And that's what's great, man. You know, even when you're not wrestling, what can, else can you do to entertain the fans? And he fulfills that by, you know, by the tenfold. Exactly, man, definitely. And speaking of entertaining
1: the fans from wherever you are, the Bubbly Bunch happened again, another episode of that. Um, very entertaining. This time they had a, a matchup or you know, they decided to face each other um, through social media. And so it was, it was a creative uh, way to, to again, entertain. Um, you'd be like Somebody would throw a punch at the camera and then the next cut would be that person getting hit by that punch uh, from through their phone yep. and then they got be it like, on
0: right now. Yep,
1: <laughs> Yeah. Just, well, you go through it, man. Like tell us, tell us what you, yeah. So it was
0: crazy. Was. So you saw some good, uh, you know, uh, cameos. He had Lou Ferrigo, like the Hulk from, 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 from the back, in the day. Yeah. back in the day, you know, Kevin Smith, Vicky Guerrero was on there. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias, uh, I think was the fluffy bunny comedian, yeah. Uh, so that was cool. So that was the, uh, you know, cameos that we seen, which was great, man.
1: Yeah, it was great fun. It was great fun. Really creative, fun, fun way to, to entertain us, like we said. And yeah, man, the Vicky Guerrero appearance, you know, <laughs> kind of got me. I was like, wait, yeah. what? Vicky Guerrero? what is happening so you know that was cool that was cool to see her there um and everybody like you said all those cameos it was it was just a lot of fun there's really nothing to break down really with this it was just entertaining no, you haven't seen it see chris it.
0: jericho was just most intrigued like why is lou ferrigo in a <laughs> the end, with, yeah. with the stun gun <laughs> oh man
1: it was great it was great so, um, yeah, just more. We, we need more. We need more of the Bubbly Bunch. You know, in this yeah. time, you know, just to, to uplift us all and make us all smile, the Bubbly Bunch is doing that job. So, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, then, we had the Best Friends against Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian. So, this was a no DQ match, but there were tags in it. I don't know. I was a little confused with uh some of the 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 rules, you know, within this matchup.
0: But yeah, I was, I like, was this a tornado tag match? Like, so no tags required. I didn't get it, man. Yeah, Jimmy Havoc, I think, tagged Kip
1: Sabian, and I swear I saw the, the referee kind of laughing that it happened that they had done that. So I don't know if they were doing that on purpose as kind of like a way to show up the team and say, you know, like like rub it in their noses a little bit right, We don't, they could beat them. <laughs> right. Even while tagging. I don't
0: know. <laughs> but uh, it was brutal. I mean, you know, it was man, especially so, if you're gonna have Jimmy Havoc in there. Hell yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. Like um, gosh, the there was a spot there with chairs where Jimmy Havoc he opened up the chairs but he turned them to their side. And then I don't know if it was like a superplex or what movie pulled and, and just like kind of threw one of the guys onto those chairs. I mean, he just he just finds creative ways to enact violence on people. Man, he just he's he's a crazy dude. Um, you know, Kip Sabian got in on the action too. He did a coup de gras onto um, I forget which one it was. I, I want to say it was Trent that was laid out on those chairs like that. And so he, he did the coup de and you know, of, of basically the move that Finn Balor kind of made famous, in my opinion, um, onto that, onto those chairs, which was cool. Um, in the end, though, though, uh, best friends got the win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best so, friends. With uh awful waffle on Apollo chairs. That was that was the move that uh, that that uh, Chucky T uh, pulled off. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And Orange Cassidy, you know, he did his thing. Um, entertaining without doing much, you know, just, just, just trying, you know, actually trying a little bit
0: here. I know. It's always entertaining when you can see uh, Orange Cassidy trying. Right. Oh, man. It was it was good. It was a good matchup. Um, you
1: know, it, it was fun. I don't know. Not great, necessarily. Yeah. Weird things happening with rules,
0: but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nothing for me to add to it. Like, it was entertaining. Like, I, I'm always going to, you you know, I think before when i was first introduced to best friends i was like huh you know best friends i don't really know them too much but i i love this tag team now man it's one of my favorite tag teams on aew
1: same here same here they they have really grown on me um orange cassidy one weird thing that was happening with orange cassidy though the commentary kept saying orange cassidy is a manager um, I thought that was a little bit weird because Orange Cassidy, he's a wrestler. And they, yeah. This was the first time they'd really even said manager. And they kept saying manager. Like, they must have said it at least four times during the matchup. Like, oh, Orange Cassidy is a great manager. At least Tony Schiavone was saying that. Orange Cassidy is a great manager. He's a great manager. I'm just like, really? That's his role now? He's the manager? Okay. All right. So we'll see where they go with that. But that was something that stood out to me that I just wanted to mention here real quick. Um, but yeah, entertaining matchup for sure. Um, Dr. Britt Baker had a yeah. kind of like office style um, segment interview or interview segment. Yeah. yeah. Um, occupation. Which interesting. Yeah. Well, so it was at her office and there was what was her name? Rebel. Her makeup artist was being interviewed. Yeah. Her name
0: was Rebel, but she kept on calling her Reba.
1: Reba, right? (laughs) So she was, you know, they were doing an interview where Rebel was, you know, trying to, it was supposed to be talking her up. And at first, you know, she wasn't really, I forget exactly what she had said, but she was kind of shitting on on, uh, Britt Baker a little bit. You know and she didn't call her doctor, she just called her Brit. And so, you know, you had Dr. Brit Baker show up while you know and cut off yep. uh rebel in the middle of, of the interview. Yeah, <laughs> like can, can we have a word? Can we have a word? And pulled her aside and told her, First of all, call me doctor, second of all, you didn't do what we talked about. If I'm gonna make you, you know, somebody and have this be your breakout moment, say what we discussed. So she went back out there and she had a
0: completely different tune, was yes. talking of Brit Baker, Dr. Uh, Britt Baker.
1: Um it was great. It was great. It was fun.
0: It was, it was, man. I now I got hit with the swerve when well not with a swerve, but it was it was hilarious though when Brick uh when Brick uh kept on talking about all right, She's gonna talk about the role models. Uh who people who can be role models and using Tony Shavani to illustrate her points. Jeez, rule number two <laughs> not everyone can be a role
1: model. If you wear glasses, <laughs> And you're not a doctor, don't do it. <laughs> which she showed Tony Giovanni wearing glasses. Yes. That was That was funny. Yes. Um, Talked about said, it in uh, his
0: stomach and started. <laughs>
1: people clearly cannot be real role models. Photoshop is your friend. Go ahead and tuck it in for the camera.
0: Yes. Uh, so she mentioned that.
1: Snaggle tooths. If you have a snaggle tooth, it's not aesthetically appealing. You know, don't smile because, you know, it's uncomfortable for you and it's uncomfortable for us. So just don't do it. I was like, Wow. That she she is, man, the promo work is really going to another level with, with Dr. It Britt is. Baker. Um, I think she's yeah.
0: setting herself up well, man, to be that next woman to take that division, you know, to the, I think the next level where it needs to be. Because right now, who's the AEW champion? Is it? It's uh, on the women's uh, side? Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. Yeah. And she's not able to make. Make, you know make yeah, it must way. be a travel thing yeah, we yeah it must seen be it's because that's started.
1: just like crazy just not seeing the champion yeah we've seen Hikaru Shida a lot more than we've seen her so yeah, yeah. that's true yeah um, so yeah entertaining segment definitely from Dr. Burke Baker she was awesome Um, yeah, she's also had, um, the, the, uh, the same YouTube video that I had mentioned a little bit earlier, earlier where you saw Mandy Rose, uh, Britt Baker also had a, a great interview on YouTube as well. Um, the Van Vliet show, that's, that's it. So, um, Chris Van Vliet, you know, he interviewed her and they were talking about, you know, her being an actual dentist, how her and Adam Cole met. You know, which was on a dating app, which is really cool, so I, I definitely <laughs> recommend that to anybody to check that out. If you want to know more about the good, check doc, out the dating app? Baker. What's that? you said check out the dating app. No, no, I said check out the check out the dating. <laughs> I was like, app. No, "What?" No, no. So I definitely recommend people check that out. Like, check no, out the, the d- video, <laughs> the interview with Dr. Britt Baker. Not the. I mean, you know what, guys? If you do want <laughs> to check out the dating app, sure, you can do that as well. I have nothing against anybody doing that, but no, it's more about the interview with Dr. Britt Baker. That's so funny that that's what you took out of that guys check out the dating app that dr britt baker used to meet adam cole <laughs> <laughs> oh man no but it was it was a nice interview it was a nice interview you know just just uh hearing dr britt baker talk about you know how she um was she actually did a trial for wwe and had a at a matchup i think it was with uh with um uh, nia Jax, and she was just supposed to make nia Jax look good so and i nice i to have not seen the matchup. I don't remember. Maybe it was a dark match or something, but um, she had a matchup with her there. And, you know, she thought she was going to be uh, in WWE but then uh, one of the guys in the back basically told her like hey as a father i kind of would feel bad taking you away from your profession you know you're you're studying you're in school you're you're trying to be a dentist you know like this it feels like your focus is more on that is basically what i took from it mm-hmm. and you know take that for what it's worth i mean maybe they're just trying to be nice to her and say hey it's not your time kid or maybe they legitimately were you know looking at it like she is she's legit in school trying to do this, like, right. let her focus on that. I don't know. But, you know, for her, she just looks at it looked at it as a blessing. She was able to finish. She's a legit dentist, you know, and she's wrestling for AEW, and, you know, just has the best of both worlds right now. So really happy for her. And yeah, it was it was a great interview. So check out the interview or the dating app if you want to check that out, too. But yep. check out the interview because it was great. Okay. Well, I will certainly check out that interview. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, and that's for the listeners. More so. Devin's a
0: married man. so that's Of course I am. <laughs> there.
1: Oh, man. That's funny. All right. So then um, let's see. What else was big? I guess Brody Lee, Mr. Brody Lee now at this point. They they're made a point to stress that. That his name is Mr. Brody Lee during this uh, during this matchup with Marco Stunt, um, which wasn't really, really even a matchup. It was a no. beatdown, just a complete annihilation of Marco Stunt. Um, <laughs> Tried yeah.
0: Offense in there, but it was like
1: nothing. <laughs> no, it it was. You know what? I actually felt relieved when it was over because I kind of thought it was going to be worse than what it ended up being. I felt like, you know, we had seen some some horrible beatdowns on the show, you know. I yeah. mean, even on this episode with Wardlow, it's like, geez, that knee of the face, right, that we talked about. So, you know, I'm like, man, Brody, what is he going to do to Marco stunt? And he, he beat the hell out of him. But when it was over, I'm just like, oh, thank God, okay, all
0: right. It wasn't you like know, Lance like Archer-type done. level Like He was trying to actually... Attempted murder right there! I'm throw you off yeah. the stage and <laughs> oh boy, yeah, that was crazy.
1: That choke <laughs> slam from the ring apron out to the crowd. Basically, I'm like, dude, what? Like that is that is no regard for his life at all, yes. man. Like you need to calm down. So you know this right here felt like all right. It was it was a beat down. He got the dog crap beat out of him. He did,
0: but you know it he, was expected, he, but it just wasn't as bad as I as I thought it was going to be at first I'm like all right woo it was over yeah, exactly. you made it through you're good <laughs> possibly we see you next week or you need to heal up <laughs> see you in a couple weeks right
1: <laughs> yeah so it that that went the way it did it's cool Brody Lee is an absolute monster you know more to come from him um John Moxley I think we'll we'll cap it here so John Moxley is going to be showing up um, next week, I think he's gonna have a matchup ne- next week. But you know, he had a little video. He was outside, and you know, just just thanking you know, being it was something about he was thankful for you know um, certain things. And I don't know, it was just a general video. I wasn't really like super into this. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like Moxley has lost some momentum with everything that's going on. Mm. So I'm really excited though to see him show up next week. To um, regain some of the, that momentum. Because for me, honestly, I think um, Chris Jericho obviously has done some great job and he's been a true MVP of all of this without even being in the ring all that much. Um, there's some anticipation for Matt Hardy now, you know, because of what's been going on. And Kenny Omega feels like the unofficial champion right now of yeah.
0: AEW, the way he's been just wrestling week after week. Especially going through this whole pandemic, like, you know, with Oscar being the MVP, for WWE, I, I feel rightfully so about Kenny Omega.
1: Yeah, yeah, he agreed, one hundred percent. So I think John Moxley, you know, him showing up, I'm really excited for you know him to to get back in there and try to regain some momentum um i will say this one thing is he didn't mention renee by name but he just mentioned his wife he's thankful for her um so that was cool just that little shout out you know and we all us that are wrestling fans knew who he was talking about so that was pretty cool for him to just kind of mention her um but yeah i just think that the MVPs are, are, have been clear for AEW and John getting back into the mix, I think is important both for his career and for the AEW fans that want to see the champion show up. So, you know, that that's going to be really cool next week to see him back in action. Um, anything else for AEW? Because that about caps it off for most of what happened. Like, anything else you wanted to discuss? No, nah, man, that was
0: about it. You know, maybe, you know, just for me about John Moxon, I'm just excited to see him come back like you said I think he lost some of his steam and now he gets to come back to re like, like you said re- recapture that man because I've been missing you know the AEW champion at the AEW Dynamite show I think that's what's been missing too senior champion so it'd be nice to see him
1: yeah, agreed, agreed. Because you know he's one of the guys that we've talked about as being a potential face of the company and being AEW champion. That that goes right along with being the face of the company. But man, I mean Kenny Omega, the work that he's put in during this time, like he legitimately feels like the unofficial AEW champion right now. Like he just does.
0: I think so, he can take John Moxley no problem. I don't know why. He, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I say no problem, like, <laughs> convincingly. Like, I'm convinced that he can take him no problem. One match. He, he will beat him in one match.
1: I think, I mean, we've seen that matchup already, not for the championship, but, you know, in AEW, they had that crazy, like, no, what was it? Uns, unsanctioned, unsanctioned matchup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think, I don't know about no problem, but, you know, I do. I, I would say that if they were to have a matchup right now, um, I would not be surprised if if uh, Kenny Omega beat him. You know, I think that it's still so early in in John Moxley's reign that I would I would kind of probably pick John Moxley in a prediction. But you know, I, I hear what you're saying. You know, and and I just said like I f- it feels like Kenny Omega is the champion right now. Yeah, man. You know, even though he's the way not his, his
0: wrestling's been perfect, man. Just- yes. Yeah excellent excellent ex- execution it's not sloppy it's the, the way he does his v triggers the way he yeah. does the snapdragon suplex all of that man it's just like it is pinpoint man and i'm thinking you know the way his is by far his wrestling is far better than john moxley that's what i'm saying too you know that's why i think he can take john moxley on no questions
1: well, I'm a, I'm gonna throw out this question to you then because you you know you're you're really pumping up Kenny Omega and I don't disagree. <laughs> I feel like you know Kenny Omega is, is everything that you're saying he is. Right. Is he the best wrestler in the world?
0: Ah, oh, best wrestler in the world. Hmm, 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 hmm. See I That's a good question. So when when we we, when we talk about best wrestler, well, what are we talking about? Just not the wrestling, but the storytelling too, as well, right? Um, The promo aspect.
1: Want it to be? I think it's a subjective question. You know, it's Mm -hmm. it's it's all about opinion. So you know, you could you could choose to to you know measure however you want. But best wrestler in the world, who you got?
0: Oh man, that's a damn good question because that is an ever evolving door right there. Sometimes I could say Adam Cole, but at times I could say Kenny Omega as well. Man, watching those New Japan matches, he did. Right. So, you know, huh, that's that's a damn good question. I can't say it. that's. I think that's just an ever evolving door right there. I think right now for
1: me it is him. I think I would rank him number one. Uh-huh. You know, because I just with everything that he's been doing during this time today, right now, asking that question today, I would say given what we've been seeing, given. The the talent that he's shown, the skill set, the, the way his matches go, man, like Kenny is the best right now. He is number one. You know, we can we can mention Adam Cole. You know, we can mention Drew McIntyre. You can throw out hell. We joked about Seth Rollins and saying no, he's not the best in the world. But, you know, I think he deserves to be a part of the conversation, at least, you know, and I wouldn't be mad at somebody choosing Seth. Um, you know, and there's so many people. There's Finn Balor, there's so many people, but I think Kenny Omega right now, he's just on fire. His matches are A plus. Yeah. I I would I would give him the nod right now, today. Tomorrow it might be a different answer, but today in this moment, you know, when we're talking about best in the world, I feel confident in saying Kenny Omega, you know, over everybody else that's that's going right now. Um so yeah, I would say Kenny. I would say
0: Kenny for sure for me. Okay. Yeah man, like I said with me man, that's just that's just I don't know if I can give a an answer. Like you said, like, I think you hit it on point right there. Like right now it's Kenny, but that can change by tomorrow. Yeah. Uh yeah, if I was to say it like that though, maybe I would go with Kenny. Cuz I haven't been seeing Adam Cole lately during this whole you know being like fair yeah I gotta you know like you said yeah yeah I gotta make that count too so I probably will go with Kenny then yeah I think yeah, he deserves it. holding it down
1: yeah yeah he has he has you know so yeah kudos shout out thank you Kenny you know thank you Kenny for putting on the matches you have and just being just awesome so you know really really looking forward to seeing more I, I think we have a I think there's a tag matchup coming up Uh, Next week, Les Sex Gods versus uh, Kenny Omega. And I forget the partner Kenny Omega is going to have. But, yeah, it's uh, Chris Jericho um, and Sammy Guevara versus Kenny and and one other guy. I don't remember who that other person was. I apologize. But, yeah, that that matchup is coming coming next week. So we could see Kenny Omega in action again.
0: Ah, Nice, man. That'd be nice and tag team action, and Chris Jericho to see him get back to wrestling as well. The sex gods,
1: exactly to see Jericho in the ring again. It may have been Matt Hardy. Now that I think about it, I feel Ooh. like it's Kenny and Matt. That,
0: that got the main event then, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That
0: hundred yeah. percent. The that's sex amazing. gods. That's that's main event. That's main event.
1: Yeah. Not to mention Kenny Omega, the <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> person we just proclaimed best wrestler in the world. Yes. <laughs> no, no. The <a> sex gods. <laughs> that's why it's main event. <laughs> Oh man, I don't disagree, man. Because Chris Jericho, man, he's he's been on fire too, and yeah, him and Sammy Guevara debuting this tag team, yeah, it's 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 box office, man. It's something that people are gonna be excited to see, and myself included. So I'm really excited. And yeah, by the way, Matt Hardy, Broken Matt Hardy, Damascus himself, is gonna make his wrestling debut. You know, in
0: this matchup. So
1: yeah, man. It's gonna be great. That's that's a main right, event. I'm, I'm excited for.
0: Yeah, me too, man. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that one.
1: <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, we've come to the end of the show. So tell the people where they can hear us.
0: Oh yes, always check us out. If you can uh, want to read up uh, on us about what we got to say, or if you want to check out some of the topics that we coming out soon, you can reach us at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Our Twitter handler is twi- uh, Clark Street Underscore Wrestling. You can definitely always listen to us on those popular podcast apps, uh, most popular platforms. You know, you got Apple, Spotify, Anchor, iHeart. It's a lot of them out there. So wherever your most popular podcast, you like the podcast app you like to listen to, search for Clark Street. We'll appear on there. and You listen to us, download, listen to us offline, all that good stuff
1: absolutely and with that said that is gonna do it for this week's episode recapping a e w so for devin
0: i'm hafiz we'll catch you guys next time peace all right guys thanks for listening to the clark street wrestling podcast